Welcome to the Fantasy Sports Cave. This is your host, Lawrence Jermaine Mitchell. But of course, everybody knows me as LJ from Houston. And we're about to get into the recap of the last week of this NFL season. Um, and when we're doing the recap, of course, we got to have a boy, David Gonzalez, on the line. What's going on, David? What's up, Jill? What's up, LJ? Happy New Year's Eve. Let's do this, man. Hey, I know you are excited, even though your team kind of squeaked in there. Um, I'm, I'm interested to hear your thoughts, but uh, we're going to talk about the Chargers and, of course, the Texans, my team. But I'm going to let you talk about your Chargers first because you was really anticipating Kansas City losing so y'all can have a chance for that division title. So give me your thoughts about your Chargers. All right, man. Um, right off the gate, um, fourth play in the game, boom. Interception. I really thought I was like, "Oh man, not again, not 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 this shit again." I can't, I can't do this no more. Fourth play, we throw an interception. And I was like, "All right." So, so I just want to throw that out. But let me let me just say this: the Chargers finished twelve and four, as I predicted in my first article. My very first article I wrote for the Fantasy Sports Cave. My very last line is: with the favorable schedule, we are the Chargers would go twelve and four, finishing second seed, the second um, seed in AFC or the second – I said second seed in the AFC West, but they got the wild card. So mm-hmm. just want to throw that, out, um, throw that out there. Phillip River hasn't been looking good of late, which is really kind of concerning me. He's only has three touchdowns and to six interceptions in the last three games. Not the greatest way to end the season, but in those three games, we've finished two and one. So um, the run game was also there, and seeing a healthy Melvin Gordon backfield gives me confidence moving forward. And with those th- those three games, we versed some – or those last two games, we versed really good defenses – so I'm not really tripping on that. So mm-hmm. let's go back to Phillip Rivers. Um, the interceptions didn't stop there. He threw another one on the third drive of the game, which made it <laughs> two in the first quarter. Wow. And he, only, he, he was only 5'11", 64 yards before the half. And the fact that, fit, um, the fact that Rivers finished the game 14-24, 176 yards, he did manage to throw a touchdown, but he didn't have those two interceptions. The touchdown was on a one-yard um, – the one and only second year man, Clemson, the boy out of Clemson, your boy's your boy's best receiver in college, Mike Williams, on a play action mm-hmm. goal line play, one yard out. Uh, Mike Williams with ten touchdowns on the season. Um, the the last charge re- receiver to do the um, to do that in a regular season was Antonio Gates back in two thousand fourteen. So overall, Phil Rivers turned out to uh, turn around his poor performance earlier in the game and salvage the game. Now, Melvin Gordon. Um, the running game was was I'll say decent throughout the the game. It was mostly it was a rushing. It was a very very defensive game. He only had ten attempts on forty two yards, and not much after that. After he awkwardly landed on his knee, on his knee that he's injured, and he wobbled off. Boom! We took him out. Let him rest for the rest of the game. After that, Austin Eckler took over, and he showed some spark coming off an injury, a a a, a um, neck. A, a pinched nerve in his neck, um, real kind of scary injury. But he came back averaging 7.3 yards, eight carries, and 58 yards, and a touchdown. The touchdown was in the fourth quarter, one-yard push to solidify the lead to make it the score 23-9. Now, defense, like I said, it was a very defensive game. The first score in the game came in the second quarter off a backward pass to Royce Freeman, Um it was it, it was reviewed. It was a backward pass to Royce Freeman, and he didn't secure it, so it popped out. It looked like an incomplete pass, but Kyle Emanuel uh, scooped it up and scored, which was the first score in the in the um, game. So I was like, "Wow, I I really 
I really like that defense came up and Kyle Manuel's filling in for the uh, Latavius Brown, who's actually who actually got injured earlier in the game. One of our um, signing stars at linebacker core filling in for Denzel Perryman. He's also questionable for these coming up playoffs. He has an ankle injury. But um, after that, the Chargers forced two more fumbles and an interception. And the second fumble was on a from the pro bowler safety slash special team specialist, Adrian Phillips. And it was recovered by Joey Bosa. He came in with a tackle, punched the ball out, and then landed right in Joey Bosa's basket, recovered it. The third fumble was off a kickoff return in the fourth quarter. You know, garbage time. Uh, Carcraft um, forced um, was returning in. Desmond King, I think he's a Pro Bowl snub. Desmond King is is a really good player, really good corner. Mm-hmm. Recovered uh, recovered by um, cornerback Brandon Faison. I probably you probably never heard of that guy. Um, signed from the practice squad and earlier in the season. But um, recovered by him. It was a beautiful – Desmond King punched it out, and the ball was about to roll out of bounds, but stopped. Like, stopped like, like a magnet, took – like, got a hold of it, and it just stopped. It held up just enough for um, Faison to grab it, turned it over. Um, and we also had a couple turnovers. So we had four turnovers, the two, the two uh, um, interceptions, and then Geno Smith. We put Geno Smith in. He fumbled it in, like, the third garbage time. You know, he fumbled it. He's trying to throw a pass and it slipped out, and then we had another fumble from um, the the center bad snap. But that's that's um, that's pretty much it on turnovers. We would have had the turnover ratio in our favor, but Geno Smith managed to turn it over. I'm also happy that Joey Bosa also got a sack, finishing the season with 5.5 sacks, only starting in six games. Hmm. And I know that's not the greatest stat, but this dude has 28.5 sacks in 32 starts. That's almost a sack a game. This guy is, the, mm. I you know, Joey Bosa. I don't got to go into that. Mm-hmm. Joey Bosa is just a man coming off an injury and still managed to get 5.5 sacks, only starting six games, playing seven. I mean, that's pretty impressive. So, overall, the Chargers showed a lot of doubters that they are the most complete team in the AFC, finishing 12, <laughs> 12 and 4. Is such great accomplishments from last season, finishing 9 and 7, missing the playoffs barely because the Ravens. Won the Bengals and the Bills had a better divisional, you know, all that bullshit situation stuff. But this year is a different story. More complete D, dangerous weapons on the offense, and a burst of special teams with Desmond King and a kicker that can kick with Michael Badgley. Los Angeles, the Los Angeles Chargers face the Ravens in Baltimore. First round, wild card. And I have complete confidence that the Chargers will pass the Ravens and make their way to the Super Bowl in Hotlanta. That's just one step. In a great staircase. And I think we could contain Lamar Jackson. He never played a playoff game. We're going to talk about this a little later in, the, in the, the playoff podcast. But Lamar Jackson never played a playoff game in his life. Phillip Rivers has been there. He knows what's up. I think he's going to step up. He's going to shake off these last couple games. And he is going to ball out. That is my analysis. Well, Davey, you sound very confident. I am very confident. And it's very early, so that's very surprising. I'm confident this early. Yeah, um, but as of your game yesterday, I'm I don't know, I'm kind of skeptical. The last two games the Chargers have played haven't been up to the standards that they've showed throughout the season. So I'm gonna be leery for y'all going into Baltimore, to be honest with you. <laughs> um so that's your team though, but um I can see some issues there that they're going to have to fix, but I'm going to let you do that and analyze that. 
because I <laughs> analyzed the Texans. And now we're going to get to my team because we had something to fight for. Uh, we needed to win this game to get the AFC South and claim home field advantage in the first round of the playoffs. So we took care of business and done that. They, in, they, went, they won the game 20-3. to three. We only gave up a field goal. Um, but I'm very leery about how the offense looked because Deshaun Watson took a lot of hits yesterday. Um, and he basically was our running back because do you know that Deshaun Watson ran for 166 yards on the ground? Lamar Miller ran for 56. Alfred Blue ran for 12. So Deshaun Watson was our leading rusher yesterday. Mind you, he's the quarterback too, David. You do know that, right? I am very worried about yes. So, yeah, uh, he threw for 234 yards. He didn't have a touchdown. Um, but six sacks, offensive line is just uh, – you to say it's just a glaring issue that it's going to cost us in the playoffs, I do believe, because for Deshaun Watson to get – sacked 62 times, which leads the NFL this year. Um, it's just amazing how he still was able to have a season that he had. And the fact that he was hurt most of the season. Um, it's, I know Bill O'Brien thanks him every day for being his quarterback because yeah. without this Watson, we would have lost this game. It, it, and it's obvious because without the protection of him having, he has to do so much. But the, the dynamic ability of him to get out of plays that break down and he can still do something is, is just amazing to me. And I'm very glad, and I always tell everybody in the Texas that he is the best uh, franchise uh, pick that we've ever picked in our franchise, as far as a pick. He's the best one because Bill O'Brien, his play calling is still an issue to me as well because in certain situations you still want to be conservative because once you get a lead, you feel like you're not going to lose because we have this record of uh, we only lost two games or so when he's had the lead going into halftime or whatever. So he gets very conservative. But all in all, we won the game. I, I, I picked us to win, so I'm not surprised. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins had a good game as well, you know, 12 game. 147 yards. He didn't have a touchdown, but he pretty much dominated that matchup with Jalen Ramsey. They were going at it all game. Um, but like I said, um, the offensive line and the depleted weapons will be a contributing factor to the demise of this team. Um, we were able to win, and the Colts end up winning their game, so now they have to come to us on Sunday for the first wild card. And to be honest with you, I'm not I, I'm very, very uh, leery because yeah. <laughs> I, win. I do want to pick my team to win, but I do know that it's a very good chance we can lose this game if we don't fix the issues that we have. Um, I don't see us being any different in a week than what they showed me yesterday. So if I was picking right now, David, I would pick the coast to win the game if I was picking right now, but I don't have to pick until a couple of days from now. So we give me time. <laughs> You know, look at more of the game and uh, look at some more notes and stats and see how they match up against the Colts because um, they really do match up well against them. It's just when the Colts play us in our home for some reason, they're comfortable. I don't know if Andrew Luck likes being back home because you do know he's from Houston. So I don't know if he likes being back home when he plays here, but they're just very comfortable in our stadium. But I, I – I'm going to look at some game film, and I'm going to make my analysis on Thursday, and I'm going to pick who I'm going to feel is going to win. But 
like I said, I'm not confident. And if I had to pick right now, the way the Colts played uh, last night against Tennessee, they pretty much did what they needed to do and handle business. Um, I can see them coming in here and giving us a great matchup um, on Sunday. Yeah, um, the interesting stat I've seen is the Texans are 10-1 and when they allow fewer than 24 points this season, and they're 1-4 when al- allowing 24-plus points. So if you guys can keep the score down, it's going to be a good game. I think that's a really underrated game. These two teams are very underrated. No one's talking about them in the playoffs. I was at Buffalo Wild Wings. Everybody's talking about the Bears, Eagles, Cowboys. And literally every single team but the Texans and Colts. And I'm like, you know what? I had to defend you, LJ. I'm like, no, 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 no. Texas – Texas can make some noise, and, and the Colts can make some noise. So you better watch out for them because they – I mean, Texas, you guys got the third seed. I mean, that's pretty good, you know, and they're really underrated. And um, just get that offensive line, man. We talk about it every week, that offensive mm-hmm. line. I remember I said he's on pace to get 60 sacks, and he got sacked 62 times. So he passed my prediction. Yeah. Um, that's that's no good. I can't, no wonder he had a collapsed lung a couple uh, – um, beginning of the season, right? He had a collapsed lung. He missed a couple uh, weeks and stuff. I mean, I don't, you know, now I know why. That offensive line needs to get better. But um, that's a great analysis. So um, we're definitely, I'm definitely looking forward to the, the playoff um, podcast. We're going to have an AFC one, a complete mm-hmm. AFC one, and then we're also going to have a complete NFC one. And we're going to have my boy Steven uh, Zezima on that one, and we're going to get a full analysis. And it's going to be great. Um, anything else you want to want to hit on before we're out of here? I mean, um, no, I just want to I want to give shouts out to my team because considering where we came from, how we started, I mean, we won a division, got a first round home game. So they did their job because of the schedule that they had. And I'm not going to be a Texan fan and be like, we're going to the Super Bowl and all this stuff. I'm not like that. I'm a realistic person. So I understand that we got in because of the, the softness of our schedule. And, and, and a certain calls that coaches did for us, like the Colts, the first game, they went for it on their fourth down. Remember, Jason Garrett against Dallas didn't go for it on fourth down. So a lot of coaching decisions <laughs> gave us a lot of games as well. So I'm not saying that we're this dominant team. But the fact that we have Deshaun Watson, who I feel is the best dual quarterback in the NFL, and we have DeAndre Hopkins, who I feel is the best wide receiver in the NFL – the offense is really I'm not worried about because of the offensive line. You see what I'm saying? That's the only thing I'm worried about. Because once we get a lead, our defense can hold because we get pressure because we have J.J. Watt. Shouts out to J.J. Watt too, man. Uh, 16 sacks, like coming back from the injury that he had, I want to give shouts out to him too because he, he had a great season. He Like I said, he could be up for comeback player of the year, but we believe they're going to give it to Andrew Luck. So. Yeah. Yeah, with but, one of the best wide receivers, I'm going to just elaborate on that. Uh, 1,500 yards, 11 touchdowns on the season. That dude is a beast. Lamar Jackson needs to get healthy. Deshaun Watson needs to get sacked. That is the recipe. I believe in the defense. Clowney, Watt, bringing pressure. I can see you guys moving on. You just got to fix those problems. We just got to not – we got to keep Deshaun Watson from getting hit. That's the only hindrance we have, I'm telling you. If Bill O'Brien could come up with a scheme to stop his quarterback from getting hit, there's no telling what this offense can do because Deshaun Watson is so dynamic. And plus, when the pressure's on, it seems like he plays his best. With, <laughs> he, he thrives off pressure. Because so, he's always pressured. That's probably yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's, it's almost like he, he, it's, it's, it, it breeds in him because he's a winner. You have to understand. He's a national champion. 
from Clemson. He 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 doesn't know how it feels to lose. That's what I'm trying to say. He's that type of player. So as long as you protect him, I, I I'm telling you, David, we can do some things. And, and you got to understand, we Will Fuller's hurt. Our second best receiver is hurt right now. So if we had him, just think about what we could be doing with them. So I it's, it's all about protecting Deshaun Watson. He can't be our running back and our quarterback. That's just not going to happen. You, he's not Lamar Jackson. Who's, <laughs> so, your, who, who's your backup quarterback? Just curious. Brandon Wheaton. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, definitely don't get that guy injured. Yeah, we don't need Deshaun Watson getting hurt at all because that's our franchise right there. Once he goes, the whole team goes. And, and, and you saw that last year. Look how bad we went out last year because he got hurt. So, Bill O'Brien needs to protect his quarterback so he can be able to sustain drives because if you continue to get your quarterback hit, it's going to hurt in the long run, especially when we play teams because we got to go through the gauntlet now pretty much. We got to go through the first (laughs) Andrew Luck. If we win that game, we got to go to the defending AFC champion, New England Patriots, Tom Brady, which we've never beat in the playoffs since Bill O'Brien has been the coach. So, even if we win that, <laughs> we got to play either the Chargers or Kansas City. If that, you know, if they win, I'm just saying, I, we got to go through the, the toughest gauntlet, I feel, to get to our the ultimate goal. And I don't see it happening. So we'll be lucky to win the first game, to be honest with you. But if we win the first game, I guarantee you I'm going to put money on we're going to go beat New England. <laughs> New England, I'm going to put money on that. But all in all, we'll wait to see. I'm wishful thinking. We'll worry about that when the time comes. But. Like I said, I'm very happy we won a division. I'm very happy we're in the playoffs, but I am going to be concerned about how we come out and play on Sunday because we have a very competitive <laughs> matchup with the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, I'm real concerned about our matchup. We versed the Ravens, which we lost to, and then we versed the Chiefs, which we won to coming back, and we're away. I mean, it's going to be a big, 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 big test. It's going to be a rerun of Week 15 and 16 for us. I'm excited. I really am. Um, I'm either going to be really happy next Monday or I'm going to be in this podcast crying. So either one yeah. doesn't matter. You and me so. <laughs> For real, because like it's one and done now. You know, it's all about the best team on the oh, best man. day. I get nervous, man. I'm getting nervous just thinking about it. Go on the road. See, we're at home. See, so I it, it'll be an excuse if we lose because we're at home. Y'all on the road. So y'all, if y'all win that game, that would be a great like win for y'all. And then win in KC, and then win in the conference final. We'll be away the old playoffs, and then in the Super Bowl, we'll be away in Atlanta. So, I mean, this will really show, I think, what we're made of. So, I can't wait till the playoff picture um, picture podcast coming Thursday. Um, hope everyone has a good, safe, happy New Year. Don't don't do nothing crazy. If you do, make sure you're home because I'm gonna get buck wild after exactly. work. Get a little get a little buck wild. Start the New Year good. And um, so where can they find you, LJ? Man, they can find me on Twitter, of course, LJ from Houston at LJ from the H. Um, I put up all the content for the Texans, all my social media stuff, you know, uh, the content. I put up stats and all the different retweets of everything that they come out with the team. So if y'all want to follow me, hit me up. I also got uh, Instagram as well, LJHtown15. Um, also Facebook, LJ from Houston. So any of my social media platforms, y'all hit me up, ask some questions. We can comment. We can engage, you know, debate, whatever y'all want to do, man. You know, I like engaging with my fans, you know, 
because this is what we love to do. This is the passion that we have, so we're going to put all into it. So whenever y'all want to hit me up, get at me at LJ from Houston at LJ from the H. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Twitter, type in the nose nose because you know why? The nose nose at SportsGuyDavid, at SportsGuyDavid. Instagram as well, SportsGuyDavid. I post all the article, podcast, fantasy football. I'm still doing fantasy football for the daily daily fantasy footballers and DraftKings. You want to win that money? Come listen to me and Steven. We do a fantasy football podcast. Um, if you want to find all of us on the Fantasy Sports Cave, go any social media outlet you got, Facebook. Spotify, Apple News, Apple Podcasts, type in Fantasy Sports Cave, and you will find us. So that is wraps up this podcast. Everybody have a happy, safe new year. See you guys next year. I'm David Zell's fourth, and I'm out. Peace.